This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What a bummer, man. And of course it had to happen on the day we had our high school orientation. If you don't know what I'm talking about, of course you got to know by now, DeMarcus Cousins has gone before we've even gotten a chance to know him. He's left before we even got a chance to say hello after suffering a torn left ACL in his knee. And before we get into what it means for Cousins, what it means for the Lakers, why we're even here on the Hoopball Lakers podcast, I just have to say, it is absolutely devastating news for the big man. And we'll get into why. And of course, we are on the Hoopball Lakers podcast. I'm your man, Ethan Noroff. I wish I could say I was thrilled to be here with y'all. I mean, I love being here. I love you guys. I enjoy the context and the discussions and the dialogue that we all get a chance to share together. But I don't enjoy this topic of conversation. DeMarcus Cousins has suffered a torn left ACL, which means his season is over. Tests have confirmed the injury. And I just cannot even begin to think about what type of mental state DeMarcus might be in right now. This is a guy whose career was just beginning when he got out of Sacramento. When he was placed in New Orleans and DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis got a chance to share the court together, it felt like part of him was reborn. And it just feels like since that point in time, since, of course, DeMarcus Cousins first went down with his Achilles tear, it's been nothing but downhill for a guy who has worked so hard to go upward. Cousins is definitely not blameless in the Sacramento era, but the Kings as a franchise did really no favors for him. They provided him with a lot of instability. Of course, that's not going to help any young player, and the talent just simply wasn't there. I think the hardest part of this for DeMarcus has to be that his resiliency has just not been rewarded, right? Because if you think about it, after suffering a torn left Achilles, keep in mind, Cousins has now had three major injuries to his left side. For a guy of that size, that is a major, major issue. I'm not sitting here pretending to be a doctor, medical expert, none of that stuff, but that is not welcome news. So for Cousins, when he went back and he tore his Achilles, you know, he was determined to come back strong. He was determined to come back the same version in which we last saw him. And unfortunately, Cousins suffered that left quad injury, was torn quadriceps. And I think for Cousins, 
He just has to be so mentally exhausted by all of this to now finally be healthy, to now finally be looking forward to potentially playing a major role on the Lakers, and to now everything being taken from him again. I don't know how he is going to respond, but I know most people would find a reason to quit before they would find a reason to continue. And that's going to be the hardest part of this for DeMarcus Cousins. He is going to have to redefine his purpose in something that is not basketball right now because it's going to be another long road ahead. And it's just a major bummer, right? I mean, as a Lakers fan, it's just a major bummer that we don't even get to see him in the purple and gold after we've waited however many years it's been with all the rumors, all the news, et cetera, et cetera, that we've wanted to mark his cousins in a Lakers jersey finally is about to happen. And then, of course, this happens. It's just a bummer. It really is. And for Cousins who sits here, I mean, the guy is just, he he just turned 29. I mean, literally two days ago, he just turned 29. And I think it's just a crossroads for Cousins in his professional career because it's something he just hasn't dealt with yet. He's obviously had a lot of adversity but I don't think he's had this type of adversity with the collective nature of it in terms of the physical demands that are now being placed on his body. Left Achilles, left quad, left ACL. It's a scary player for teams to take a chance on moving forward. And, you know, I want to contextualize the loss for, what the, for the Lakers and what it means. I think that's an important part of this conversation. Because at the time JaVale McGee was re-signed, There was no guarantee that the Lakers were even going to sign DeMarcus Cousins. In fact, I actually recorded a podcast that never saw the light of day because of DeMarcus Cousins signing. And a lot of people, after the JaVale McGee re-signing, said, well, maybe the Lakers will focus their attention elsewhere. But then, of course, Boogie came on board and all sorts of thoughts were born or reborn for some people, right? Myself included, because I'd be sitting here and I'd be lying if I tell you that this season was the first time I thought about DeMarcus Cousins in a Lakers uniform. Make no mistake. I feel bad for a guy who's worked this hard to get to this point. So at the time DeMarcus Cousins was signed and brought aboard to be with the Lakers, Many people thought of him as a bonus. Well, it would be great if DeMarcus Cousins could give the Lakers this, this, and this, but it's not something I'm necessarily counting on. But then as time started to elapse, and granted, there hasn't been a lot of it to date, but as time started to elapse, we said, oh, you know what? DeMarcus Cousins might not just be a what if. He he might be a what is. And DeMarcus Cousins could take this team and actually elevate its ceiling from really good or great to potentially historic. Remember, there was a time that was not long ago where if you said LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and DeMarcus Cousins all share the same basketball court together on the same team, that would be a championship favorite without question. Obviously, that context has changed. So for the Lakers, in terms of contextualizing the loss, I don't want to say it's a massive loss. But it's a big one. I mean, it's certainly substantial, right? 
This isn't Anthony Davis going down. This isn't LeBron James going down. That would be massive. That would be catastrophic. Okay? DeMarcus Cousins going down is not at that level. Not at this point. But it's certainly not good news. The Lakers are going to have to rely on JaVale McGee much more than they may have intended. And Anthony Davis, I know my man at your press conference, you said I prefer to play the four, but coach, if you need me to play the five, I'll play the five. Well, guess what, my man? Your number's been called and you're heading in. Number three's going to be at the number five. Still weird to think about Anthony Davis wearing number three, by the way. And so, look, JaVale McGee, instead of, a playing, instead of him playing a role where he plays maybe 12 to 15 minutes as a rim runner with the second unit, taking uh, most efficient utilization of his athleticism into account, instead of doing that, what's going to happen is JaVale McGee is going to probably start for this team, or maybe this puts Kyle Kuzma into the starting five. We'll get there, right? But assuming JaVale McGee starts for this team, then he's – or really if he comes off the bench, I guess. But let's assume he starts. JaVale's going to have to play half the game. I, I, you cannot play Anthony Davis more than 24 minutes at the center spot. And even that is really pushing it. That's probably three times what they intended intentionally to go into the year. So that's worth consideration, okay? And so it changes the, the, the dynamic of the front court in that AD's going to have to play the five, but JaVale becomes a much more important figure. And look, JaVale showed that he could be an impact player, at least in spurts. That whole really weird illness, pneumonia thing really derailed his season. But by the same token, JaVale showed he can be an effective player, and so we'll see. Okay, but it's certainly a a drop-off from what Cousins could have been. That's for sure. And AD's going to have to play the five. And in terms of the starting lineup on on this team, you know, if LeBron James does wind up starting at the traditional one spot, point guard, then it really shifts some things around. You figure LeBron and AD are obviously your constants in the starting five. Danny Green didn't come on board to win sixth man of the year. And then it becomes a question of, do you want to start JaVale right down low? And maybe Kyle Kuzma at the three? Or do you want to start AD at the five? Kyle Kuzma at the four? And then put Avery Bradley maybe in the starting lineup? And Danny Green kicks down to the three. Or you can start a quote-unquote point guard, right? Let's call him Alex Caruso for everyone who are fans of the AC unit. Alex Caruso and or Quinn Cook at the one. Green at the two. LeBron at the three. Kuzma at the four. Interchangeable, right? Or Kuzma at the three. LeBron at the four, in other words. And then JaVale, or uh, excuse me, AD at the five. You could do that. It just feels like AD at the five is an opportunity for the Lakers that they're going to need to take advantage of. And I think that for the Lakers 
to be successful, they're going to have to be flexible if nothing else. Look, it's better that the Lakers sustain this loss now than later. Because the reality is, had they gone through training camp and this happened at that point, or had they gotten to the regular season and this happened at that point, the Lakers would have had to readjust on the fly, and that would have been harder after developing some sort of cohesive chemistry throughout that time. So instead, they'll go into training camp into and into LeBron's pre-training camp, actually, without ever having cousins, so they'll be able to build something from what they have. So in that sense, at least theoretically, it should be more sustainable. Okay. But this also places a demand on Kyle Kuzma that we need to talk about because Kuzma's out here giving interviews that, well, not really an interview, but providing sound bites that, you know, he can be the third star. And I get it. He should be that confident by all means. But at the same, by the same token, what Kuzma really needs to focus on is everything except scoring. I need Kyle Kuzma to play defense. I need Kyle Kuzma to do the little things. I need Kyle Kuzma to be the player that we thought he would become last year. And I'm not trying to sit here and say he was an inferior player or suggest he's not good or not going to be good, let alone great. But Kyle Kuzma needs to show the Lakers and for this team to be successful that he can do things besides score the basketball. That's the biggest thing for Kyle Kuzma. The other part of his game is the defense. Kyle Kuzma's defense becomes much more important. And I would sit here and say that, honestly, even if DeMarcus Cousins were still available. But without Cousins available, we need Kuzma to be a contributor on that end of the floor. He has to be a plus. Because we're going to ask a lot out of JaVale McGee. We're going to ask a lot out of Anthony Davis. We're going to ask a lot out of Danny Green. And if Avery Bradley is in the kind of shape that he's letting on, we're going to ask a lot out of Avery Bradley. We're going to ask a lot out of all of our guys on defense. LeBron too. Okay? But if Kyle Kuzma can be the X factor that so many people were pegging to Marcus Cousins to be, then in terms of contextualizing this loss, it might not be as great as some people are making it out to be. Because remember, again, when DeMarcus Cousins was signed, it was all about the what-ifs. And for $3.5 million, it was a no-brainer. I know DeMarcus Cousins is a big name, and again, I'm not trying to sit here and undersell it and say, this isn't devastating. That's too strong, honestly. This isn't bad news. Of course it's bad news. Of course the Lakers on paper are not as good as, as they were yesterday. But DeMarcus Cousins was considered a luxury, not a necessity. Will it shift the Vegas odds? I'm sure. But I think we tend to buy into potential a little too strongly as reality sometimes as well. Okay? Here's what I mean by that. When DeMarcus was signed, it was all about the what if. Well, I'm skeptical. I have yet to see because based on what I saw in the finals, that recency bias, I'm not so sure. Oh, I see video of DeMarcus Cousins working out. He looks pretty good. Oh, I see a picture of DeMarcus Cousins. He looks pretty trim. Hmm, DeMarcus Cousins all of a sudden 
big addition for the Lakers. They're so lucky they got him. Three and a half million, what a steal. Boom, right? The whole perception has changed, and the idea of potential has gone from negative and shifted extremely all the way to positive. And because that's where we are in that shift, when the news happened that DeMarcus tore his ACL and will not be available, then that means that's the narrative that we get. Again, I'm not trying to undersell it. I'm just trying to provide perspective. For the Lakers as a team, I think it has an interesting impact beyond what we've discussed. I think for the Lakers as a team, the importance of adding another wing is not just, well, let me use a comparison. Where I teach, we use a ticket system if we need something repaired, whether it's technology, facilities, what have you, things like this. Anytime we file a ticket, we can mark it normal, low, priority, urgent, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas I would have previously filed the ticket under normal for, in terms of the Lakers' need for a wing, I'm going to go ahead and file it under priority. Because urgent still feels a little too strong, but it's definitely now a priority. I think the Lakers need more defensive versatility on this team. I think Taylor Horton Tucker is a very interesting prospect, but he hasn't played summer league, let alone gone through an NBA practice. And I think if you're a team with true aspirations to contend for anything worth winning, then you cannot rely on a rookie in that spot to be a contributor. I do think Jared Dudley, speaking of players on this team who need to play a larger role, is probably going to be asked to do a little bit more now as well with DeMarcus Cousins sidelined. Andre Iguodala continues to be the most obvious name for the Lakers, but it's basically a stalemate with Memphis right now. They have no real reason to move off of it. There's no immediacy to their timeline. And the Lakers' urgency isn't going to constitute an emergency on their end. The Lakers don't really have anything left to trade anyway. Not that they should or would, but the Lakers don't really have anything worth trading away for Iguodala. So we'll see what the team decides to do. Ultimately, I think it's now a priority for another wing. And really, I just feel bad for Cousins. Right? When I got the news this morning... Of course, with the Woj notification, I said, mm, it doesn't sound good. And I really thought about it. I said, you know, think about how Woj tweets, right? He's not one of those insiders who just also tweets about normal quote unquote things. His feed is very much like purposeful. It's like an Instagrammer who posts three pictures at a time. So their whole feed is super clean. Okay. To use an analogy for the younger generation out there. It's kind of like that. So for Woj to go out and say, ooh, DeMarcus Cousins has suffered a potentially a potential knee injury, potentially serious knee injury, yeah, not good. And then, of course, we got the news shortly thereafter that the ACL was torn, and that was that. It's just a bummer for Cousins. And then just, again, a bummer for basketball. Obviously, Kevin Durant's going to miss the year. Klay Thompson's going to miss most of the year. DeMarcus Cousins is going to be out again. It's just not good when the bigger names 
of the sport or of any sport, really, are sidelined due to injury. It draws attention for the wrong reasons. DeMarcus Cousins will have a very, very interesting basketball future ahead. Of course, I think he's going to get another shot in the NBA, and it very well could come from the Lakers. Okay? It very well could, but by no means is that guaranteed. And in terms of the player that we've seen him to be, well, I think that's going to be a big ask given all of the procedures and all of the trauma and all of the work that has gone on and will have gone on by that time on the left side. But I certainly don't think it's an impossibility for him to come back and return as a player worth having on an NBA roster by any means. So the takes about his career being over, any takes that are about DeMarcus Cousins being the 14th man on a bench, I mean, come on. And this is a guy who, whether it's on the basketball court or off the court, more importantly, in life, when he's faced any kind of adversity, has brought maximum effort into the equation. And when we bring effort into an equation, sometimes it is not harnessed correctly. Perhaps there are different ways in which we could hone that energy. But we cannot sit here and say there is no heart and no fight involved in that process. So for a guy with that mentality, DeMarcus, with that fight and that fire in his heart, I know what he will do is what it will be within his control, which is to work, which is to move forward, and which is to prove to himself that he can keep going. It's a good life lesson for all of us to think about. Unfortunately, the Lakers won't have DeMarcus Cousins this year at least on the court. But I think this should just add fuel to the fire. That's how fragile things are in life. Things can change at any given moment. And that's why you got to give your best effort every day. Until next time, and a happier Lakers update, we out. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.